guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Lena podcast on a mission to change the way the world eats. Guys, first of all, happy 2022. Welcome to 2022. I have a feeling that that's going to be an amazing year for all of us. But I also believe that it's going to be amazing and extraordinary only only guys if you choose to make unbelievable extraordinary aligned with your true self choices i believe that the year of 2022 is all about the number 2 and all about that dual choice that we all have believe it or not guys extraordinary life doesn't happen to us we choose it and extraordinary life life of your dreams you know, going and creating what you dream about, it starts and it always does with your own choices, with your extraordinary choices. You can't live an extraordinary life making ordinary choices. Choices that scare you a bit, that excite you a lot, but also scare you sometimes a bit, sometimes a lot. You know, the thought that I've been having this morning goes something like this. Sometimes, Losing our balance for love, for life, for dreams, for calling is part of living a balanced life. And all it means for me, guys, is usually if we want to design new level of living, you know, something that you we haven't experienced before, it's going to start with those choices that we've never done before choices that scare the hell out of it sometimes out of us sometimes choices that are out of balance more often than not that take us out of balance out out of our patterns and that's good guys because if we want to have different outcome this year different from last year we gotta break our patterns and become less of ourselves but instead giving space and time and opportunity for new selves to flourish and develop, right? So lose that balance, go for it and make extraordinary choices. That's my new year resolution for you. Hope you'll join it. Besides 2022 starting, choices. It's all about choices. Guys, a lot of times people would ask me, Angela, how do you stay so freaking commit- committed to your healthy eating, to your fitness routines through holidays? Like, don't you just want to relax? And I think, guys, I haven't, like, understood that before, like, how some people seem to make those choices. It doesn't matter what time of the year it is, Christmas, New Year. Like, how do people choose to commit to their dream, their work, their goal, be that fitness or otherwise? Um, how do people do that? And this holiday, I realized how. There was not a single thought in my mind about, like, I don't know, going out at night or eating a lot of food so I don't feel great the next morning. And I realized why, why I didn't even have this thought, live alone struggling with temptations. Because I'm so committed 
to feeling my freaking absolute best every morning so I could get up and invest, even even if it's a little bit, even if it's just one step, but with my full capacity, my full motivation, my energy, I want to wake up on fire, on purpose, feeling again my best self, like wanting to take this extra step. I want to wake up like that every morning and eating a lot of food that doesn't work for my body and screwing up my sleep is not really, like, it doesn't help that. And that's why I didn't even have a thought about all of that. You know, I woke up at 4 a.m. on January 1st, on January 2nd. I'm not saying anyone should do this, but I'm saying that's what I felt like. That's what felt right. Anything that was misaligned with that, it just, you know, it didn't matter. And so the point here is, is how do you stay on track? Dig deeper into your why, into who you want to become, how you want your everyday to go, how you want to feel. And whatever is misaligned with that feeling of purpose, of passion, of living an extraordinary life, whatever that looks like for you, whatever is misaligned with that, ruthlessly throw it away out of your life. And if that is food that you know doesn't work for you, or eating habit, or, you know, some relationship, or um, something else, maybe a part of your job that you hate, or uh, anything, if that is misaligned with that life that you truly want to live, then, you know, 2022 is here. Get yourself out of this, you know, habit situation of eating this food and start building, start making the exact choices that align you, that make you feel alive and extraordinary just by living your life every day. So that's um, a second, second, I don't know, resolution or just realization that I had over the holiday. Why I stayed so freaking (laughs) track because I haven't I didn't really try to stay in track I just was completely absorbed by my dream by my goal and anything that wasn't aligned with it I just didn't even think about that so and I think a lot of people who stay really really consistent they have the same they just so freaking damn well know what they want that the rest of the world just doesn't exist And that's what I wish to you also, guys. Be that freaking committed and know yourself that well, then the rest just doesn't exist. And now to the practical part. This whole week, we're going to be talking about energy. Energy for our brain. Energy for our whole body, our mind. Perceived energy. You know, our brain always does this budgeting calculation. Do you have enough energy? Energy is the currency of life, right? If the organism doesn't have enough energy, then the organism dies. And so the brain, nervous system of every single animal, organism, you know, the simplest one, there's always this calculation. Do we have enough energy or we don't? Like how this um, action, how this food, how this relationship, how this stressor, how this exercise, how all of this, you know, how not sleeping well or sleeping amazing, how does all of it affect that energy equation? And if the brain feels that something affects it in a negative way, more often than not, 
you're going to be uh, screwing up your eating habits. You want to be eating more, eating not the right foods. Um, you want to engage in all sorts of behaviors that short term might might make your brain think that you are getting more energy, but long term, it actually does the opposite. You know, that's what they call uh, second order thinking. When first order consequence or, you know, for example, eating a donut uh, might seem like a great idea for getting a lot of energy, but we know that the second order consequences, the third order consequences, you know, all that follows it actually sets you up for having less energy um, because of our different metabolic processes, because um, of how it affects our long-term habits, right? So um, the point here is we want to maximize things in our daily eating habits so the brain perceives or thinks that we have abundance of energy and then it's so much easier to make better eating and lifestyle choices and any other decisions really when the brain thinks there is a lot of energy you're going to be in this abundance state in in thriving instead of surviving and that will help you to make long-term decisions instead of short term, right? When the brain thinks there is more than enough energy, you're going to be shooting for thriving, designing your life, making decisions without having to think about it. When the brain thinks that there is a shortage of energy for one reason or the other, you're going to be making decisions short term based on surviving. Um, So how do we make our brain think that we have more energy? So there are a couple of things that we got to do to help our brain feel that there is more than enough energy. And today we are talking about carbohydrates. Our brain is very hungry for energy and glucose or, you know, blood sugar. Um, Our brain is very hungry for that. Our brain weighs 3 to 5% of our body mass and it consumes 20-25% of all of our energy. And it requires quite a lot of quite a lot of glucose. Um, They say 121 to 130 grams of glucose, the brain alone. You know, glucose, carbohydrates, they're kind of related. Not all carbohydrates are pure glucose, but they're quite close there. So 120, 130 grams of glucose just for the brain alone. And the brain always competes with other organs, like your muscles, for example, right? So if you are very feet very into fitness, then um, your brain will still probably need the same, but the rest of the, your body, like your musculature, uh, will need some of that glucose too. And there is always this competition. And your brain will compromise other organs because the brain is the main conductor. So you might not feeling like working out because the brain thinks, well, there is not enough glucose, freaking I'm going to take all of it. So you'd better stay put and not work out that much, right? And so for most of us, what it means is we need to maintain balanced blood sugar and we need to have enough of it. So it's not, you know, super high, super low and put into storage too fast. And then we we again have um, shortage of fluctuating blood sugar and the brain thinks, oh my God, we have nothing, so we'd better eat. And then you eat and your blood sugar spikes and then insulin shoots and your blood sugar goes all the way to the floor and the that sugar is shuttled into fat cells or into other cells. Um, and then the brain again has nothing and you're hungry again. That's what, what 
fluctuations or spikes and dips in your blood sugar, that's what they do to your brain. They make your brain think there is shortage of blood glucose. And what that means is you need to consume more fuel. That's what it means for the brain. You need to eat more. And that's why a lot of overeating actually has to do with blood sugar fluctuations, blood sugar spikes and dips. How do we prevent that? Um, and how do we maintain adequate amount of blood sugar? Again, the brain needs about 120, 130 grams. Now, you can substitute some of that in the best case scenario, 75% of that with ketones made of, our, of your fat um, on your body or in your food. But then also your machinery, your digestive organs need to work pretty well to make that happen and there are different conditions have to be met right whenever the body has to do a lot of conversions the body is not really great at that right so blood sugar blood glucose is the best fuel for the brain because it's the straightest way to deliver that fuel and so if you decide for example, to transition to a carb or keto diet, especially at first, like your digestive organs are not used to that. And so your brain is always is really going to be screaming for, you know, to get that blood sugar and your um, like crankiness, anxieties uh, might really be rimping up there. Um, that is temporal. But also, guys, I want you to realize that just because we can make ketones, it doesn't necessarily mean it's the great idea, like, and it's very effective process. There is a reason why the brain brain uh, prefers glucose. There is a reason. And um, they say, you know, well, ketogenic diet or supplying your brain with um, energy via ketones or burning fat, it's like it resembles starvation and fasting. And do you really think that starvation and fasting is, is a great way to help your brain feel like there is abundance of energy? I don't think so, really. Um, but that's just a speculation. But I want you to understand that the most effective way to fuel your brain and long-term decisions and to keep yourself ha- happy and energized for everything in life, the best way is to supply steady flow of blood glucose, meaning eating carbohydrates that also help you to maintain balanced blood sugar. And that means eating carbohydrates from whole foods versus white bread or versus, um, I don't know, something like croissants or sugar in your juice, any kind of juice, organic or cold pressed, whatever, like unless it's like spinach juice. Um, so eating carbohydrates with fiber from whole foods, especially uh, very fiber-rich and very complex carbohydrates like lentils and beans, those are the champions when it comes to balanced delivery of blood glucose, blood sugar to our brain. But also, you know, other things like oats um, or uh, sweet potatoes or even fruit, um, even, you know, rice is much better um, than, let's say, again, having white bread. Um, brown rice, for example, is better when it comes to uh, delivering uh, in more balanced fashion those carbohydrates but you know there is a caveat that brown rice can uh, prevent absorption of things like zinc and if you eat uh, it all the time um, it can create zinc deficiency so there are a lot of details as always but what you want to understand today in order for your brain to feel happy 
for you to make great long-term decisions in order for your brain to think there is abundance of energy and you do not need to overeat, you need to supply that amount of 120-130 grams of um, carbohydrates. Usually, the more active you are, the more you can afford, the more metabolically healthy you are, the more you can afford and the more you might need. The leaner you are, usually the more, again, carbohydrates you can tolerate. But I would shoot for 120-130 grams of carbohydrates that come from whole foods only. If you have problems with your blood sugar, then I would eliminate simple sugars like fruit. If your blood sugar is fine, you're not diabetic, you're not pre-diabetic, any of that, then eating fruit um, in normal amounts, whole fruit, not like fruit juice or anything like that, not dried fruits, um, it can work. Um, but for a lot of people, I really recommend to check out beans and lentils and chickpeas, things like that, because they are the best when it comes to delivery balanced delivery of that, of those carbohydrates and um, blood sugar to our brain. So let's talk details. Um, we need about 120, 130, let's say 150 of grams of carbohydrates, right? So one banana, for example, has about 26, um, sweet potato, around the same, um, Maybe, you know, depending on sweet potato, of course, if it's like humongous sweet potato, then it's going <laughs> to double the amount. Um, a cup of oats, I believe it's about the same 20-something uh, grams of carbohydrates. Uh, then when it comes to rice, especially white rice, it actually wants a, quite a punch. So if you do have problems with blood sugar, uh, then might be really careful with your rice amounts. Um so a cup of cooked rice is about 40 grams of carbohydrates. When it comes to lentils and beans, we have about like 39 grams of carbohydrates. But, and this is a huge but, compared to rice that has like 1-2 grams of fiber, beans and lentils have like 16 grams of fiber. So you get, yeah, 38 total. But what is digestible is only about like 22, 24, 24 per cup of cooked lentils and carbs, and you get so much freaking fiber that's going to feed your gut bacteria and slow down the absorption of those carbohydrates. That is really beneficial, especially if your blood sugar has been all over the place lately. So it is really beneficial to eat your carbohydrates in lentils and beans. And eat a cup for each meal, maybe um, also add a couple of fruit here and there, and you're done right? So a cup of lentils, beans, or, you know, maybe some oatmeal for breakfast, uh, maybe even a banana um, with that breakfast. Um, then for lunch and dinner, you have a cup of lentils and beans. Uh, maybe you don't, uh, depending how you feel, but that's how you want to start delivering carbohydrates in New Year in 2022 if you want to fuel your brain the right way. So blood sugar stays stable. So your brain is not freaking panicking like, oh my God, we are low on blood sugar. This person must be about to start starving. So we better ramp up the appetite and make them hungry again, especially for uh, processed carbohydrates, because those we know, the brain always knows. The brain is you. It knows that fast carbohydrates deliver that punch of blood sugar really, really fast. Good for short term, 
because your brain is starving right now, but long term really set you up for that roller coaster of blood sugar, of energy, of memory, attention, and focus, believe it or not. And why? Because neuroscientists showed in many studies that fluctuations or specifically dips in your blood sugar cause temporal um, lowering of your attention um, capabilities, focus, memory, learning. All of that is affected by that blood sugar levels. And that's why, guys, we want to keep our brain happy, helping our brain to maintain that blood balanced blood sugar supply. So what's the takeaway from today's episode? I really think that for most people, I really believe from all the data, for most people, it's really beneficial to supply some amount of long-lasting carbohydrates on a daily basis. What I saw in my practice with normal people, with athletes, with just very fit people and very active people, being in that constant state of low-carbohydrate dieting, I'm not even, of course, talking about processed carbohydrates, that is not good news for sure, but being in that state of, I don't know, fasting or low-carbohydrate dieting all the time, it really messes up with your stress levels, with uh, hormones that are uh, affected by stress hormones like cortisol or adrenaline. It really messes up with that. Not in a good way, seems to be. Uh, when it comes to long-term health, your energy, and just your drive to live. Like I have so many people saying, you know, I love low-carb diet uh, or keto diet. It makes me feel so like peaceful and chill. And, you know, I'm not hungry. Um, I'm, I'm feeling calm. And, you know, carbohydrates just seem to make me crazy. But then the drive, the enthusiasm of a lot of those people, it's so much down. They, they can't really make themselves work out intensely, even though they used to do that. They don't really have a lot of emotions, because guess what, guys? Emotions also do require that blood sugar to fluctuate a little bit and uh, a little bit more of that than if you are in a non-emotional state. It becomes a really not colorful, not exciting life. And then for a lot of women, hormones start after a while. Uh, sometimes it takes longer, sometimes not so long. For women, hormones start getting out of balance. Period gets all over the place. Um, sometimes it disappears completely like it did for me. It came back after I started eating my carbohydrates. But for guys, they might start losing hair. Uh, sometimes testosterone sometimes goes down, sometimes doesn't. Doesn't seem to be a lot of like correlation with that. Um, then for some, you know, strengths might, might go down or the capacity to gain to um, do high-intensity workouts. Um, a lot of things, you know, you can survive on it for sure. And it might make you feel like a... I don't know, superhuman, always starving and fasting. But again, my judgment from all the data we have, eating long-lasting complex carbohydrates in amounts that suit your lifestyle and activity levels and your metabolic health is really like the best of this world. So eat your whole food carbohydrates, especially things like lentils and beans, you know, whole food, no sugar added oats, um, eat your whole fruit. And let me know how you like this episode.
supply, you know, supply that balanced blood sugar to your brain and you will start making better decisions on all fronts. So guys, that's it for today. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Welcome to 2022. Stay tuned for more episodes about brain energy, the one that keeps you making the best decisions in all areas of your life. So stay tuned for more interesting and detailed episodes on things that you probably haven't thought about. So stay tuned, share this episode, and guys, till next time, eat better daily.